Welcome to Season 8 of the Keeping Things Alive podcast out of Western New York. My name is Laura Evans. I'm a former environmental lawyer, current natural resources planner, animal lover, and gardener. I'm also the author of Silent Seasons, Chasing Sustainability Through the Law, which is available as an ebook, paperback, and audiobook. The Keeping Things Alive podcast is here to explore the opportunities and challenges as we all live together on this beautiful, living, and interconnected planet Earth. Welcome to Season 8 of the Keeping Things Alive podcast. My name is Laura Evans, and I've been making this podcast now since 2017. I publish these episodes in seasons, and so... Yeah, I usually start around the springtime and around the fall time and then take the winter and in this case, all of the spring off. And so I'm really grateful to be here. I'm recording this on Tuesday, June 20th. And tomorrow is the solstice. So I guess, yeah, kicking off summer. So yeah, it's really great to be here. And I'm actually outside right now. My plug for my recorder wasn't working and I needed batteries and I took it as a sign that being outside would be better. So yeah, I hope that you get to hear some bird songs and less airplanes or dog barks. But yeah, I'm outside and it's definitely my favorite place to be. So yeah, really grateful to grateful to be here and grateful that yeah, this podcast has been going on for so long. It's really been this thread of creativity and connection that ebbs and flows over the years. But I mean, as podcasts have gotten more popular and just connecting with more people online, it it really has been a gift and also a struggle. It's hard for me to speak up a lot, but yeah, the making a podcast has been just a real gift for me and hopefully the people who have participated in the podcast as well. So for this season, I and this episode in particular, I wanted to start out by talking about my book, Silent Seasons, Chasing Sustainability Through the Law, and that was published by New Degree Press last fall as an ebook and a paperback, but then I also just published it with New Degree Press still as an audiobook. And that is narrated by me. It came out last month, and I would love for you all to check it out. It's on Audible and iTunes, and it it's definitely a different way to absorb and listen to the book. It's exactly four hours and 44 minutes long, so not a huge time commitment. And yeah, I definitely have been getting a lot of feedback that people listen to a lot more books than they read these days, so... Yeah, I definitely encourage you to check that out and let me know what you think. With Silent Seasons, I, in order to publish the book through New Degree Press, I did a Indiegogo uh, fundraiser last last spring, and I wanted to particularly shout out three people who supported me from the beginning and made this project possible. So, big shout out to Kelly Camacho. Uh, good friend. Also check out her website, Como Se Dice Hippie. And yeah, great, great outdoors person and organizer and really grateful that she is my friend. 
Also, Jenny McGavro, who's the president of Prospect Hill Consulting. She makes amazing maps and does really incredible data work. I do environmental planning work for um, Prospect Hill quite often, and it's been a real um, just fascinating experience, just different projects to work on. And, you know, they do a lot of really interesting planning and design work. So check them out. And then my last shout out is to my aunt, Karen Evans, who has been an incredible supporter of me my entire life and really inspirational with all of her music and creativity and art. And she's always encouraging people to you know, really be artistic. um, And I just, I'm so grateful to have her in my life. So thank you all for supporting Silent Seasons, listening to this podcast. I I really could, um, yeah, there's so much gratitude here for all of the ways that so many of you have shown up. So thank you so much. Um, The other book announcements that I have are that I am going to be doing a sustainability book talk and signing at the Hamburg Public Library this coming Thursday, June 29th at 6 p.m. And then next month, Saturday, July 15th, I'm going to be tabling at the Better Off Red Book Festival from 10 to 4 in Stella, Niagara, New York. So I do continue to try to put myself out there a little bit more, talk about sustainability and share the book. It's been really rewarding to be doing that. And yeah, if any of you want me to participate in any of your events or have any other ideas of people that would want to talk with me about sustainability in my book, please reach out on my website, www.keepingthingsalive.org. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk about is just generally what's been going on with me in the off season. And that goes right along with another theme I want to talk about today, which has been coming up a lot, and that is privacy. So I have definitely had a really challenging time with how I show up online, what I share, what I don't share, how much I talk about my book, how much I don't talk about my book, whether I'm posting the podcast. A lot of these, yeah, it it goes, it runs really deep. And I think that some of those fears and insecurities are very valid. You know, there are definitely privacy concerns about the internet and just everything that happens in 2023. And all of the ways, yeah, surveillance systems and things like that. But then there's also an element of just being afraid and closing up and not being vulnerable. And that is also an issue because the internet is actually, I've had probably, yeah, I've had a lot of really great times of connection as well. And so trying to find a balance and trying not to just let fear and freeze take over has been difficult for me. So in that realm, I would say when it comes to privacy, I definitely, I tend not to talk about my personal romantic relationships on here. I do talk about getting divorced in silent seasons, and that was really hard for me. It's only a couple of paragraphs, but 
I only did that because I, I had to explain why I moved from Austin to Western New York, it, you know, very abruptly. And so that was important. But when it comes to additional details of my personal life, I I don't really like to talk about them online. I think, yeah, back when I actually got my first Facebook account in April 2004, and I remember the relationship status thing being a really big deal. And and then, I don't know, a few years into it, it just turned into this huge drama of, yeah, and then, oh my gosh, the it's complicated relationship status. I never put that one on there, but um, I just, it is really difficult to know what to share. Yeah, what is private, what is public, and I'm working on it, so... I guess when it comes to what's public, I would say moving is generally something that is good to talk about. And so I, you know, for the past, since I've, since I did get divorced and moved back to Western New York, I've, I've oscillated between Buffalo, New York, like actually living in the city of Buffalo and then I'll, and then living in Hamburg, New York, which is a small town about 30 minutes south of Buffalo And like I say in the book, I grew up in a rural town called Eden, um, New York, until sixth grade. And then I moved to Hamburg. So Hamburg is where my parents live. It's where I'm currently living now. I moved out of the city of Buffalo in March, and I've been here in Hamburg since then. And this is not the first time I've been here before. I have rotated through in different times of my life. getting divorced, foot surgery. Um, and now I'm back and it's, it's pretty good. Um, I, yeah, my parents have a beautiful house. I've been spending as much time outside and in the woods as possible. And I'm really trying to ground myself and yeah, just figure out what exactly I'm doing in my life and where I want to live and how I want to be. And I just keep coming back to land like a lot. Um, the importance of the earth, the importance of trees. I, I do want to, you know, just be living here and making plans and figuring things out and, until I myself can purchase my own land and try to make that a more intentional decision that is about is about the land and the trees and um, the actual, I don't know, the houses don't matter quite as much to me. And yeah, as much acreage as possible. So yeah, I'm feeling a lot more into stewardship and connection with the natural world and, and also bringing people into that because it is very easy to go all like hermit in the woods and, and not really talk to people. And, and that's not what I'm about If you have read Silent Seasons or, yeah, I'm about to spoil things, not really, but the big themes of sustainability that I that I see that are necessary right now with each other, the earth, etc., is to communicate, cooperate, collaborate, avoid competition and hold each other and ourselves accountable for our actions. And so I really do want to practice that more um, moving pivoting, changing is really difficult and it takes time and I'm trying to be patient with myself, but I do see some slow progress. Um, I mean, even fast progress and even publishing this episode today and really finally being like, you know what? Nope. I'm going to go on the microphone. Like it'll, it'll be okay. And so, 
yeah, that is, that's a big thing that's been going on with me. And so also sharing my book, this is on on my list of things to talk about what's going on with me. And it kind of goes into the private public conversation and what is happening. But I have, I loved writing. I mean, love is a strong, no, I did love writing the book. I woke up every morning early and I, and I got to in front of my computer and I, I had so much to say and I did it. And that was an emotionally challenging experience, but it was also very like cathartic and creative. And I showed up every day. Now, now my book is here and I, should and want to be sharing it with the world and telling people about it like hey this is this is important like read this and this is why but I definitely have more of a block about about the sharing rather than the writing it and so that's something that I have been learning about more I just I, I'm about to talk about uh, an event I went to in Austin Texas the other week and they were talking about creativity and how it is a spiritual practice. And the first level is like creating and making the art and showing up and, and yeah, doing the creating. But then that deeper level of really like making it powerful is the sharing part. And so that, that takes more, that takes more courage, that takes more vulnerability. And yeah, I am definitely definitely in that space and and try and just working on it every day so yeah if anybody has any tips about uh social media and sharing and what works for them I'm definitely interested in hearing it I have been very focused on my nervous system lately I've actually I've been paying more attention to sensations in my body and what's been happening with me and when it comes to sharing online and talking about my book like I actually have like a nervous system like freeze response and so that has been a whole new world um that I know that there that's been pretty popular these days are a little bit more in the focus of yeah what does nervous system healing look like um where is trauma stored in your body and so yeah I've been deep into that work right now and it is helping me yeah even show up today so the last thing that's been going on for me and it goes on for me now every spring and summer and fall but it's gardening and that's that was a big part of Silent Seasons. I've definitely talked about herbs and plants on this podcast a lot. Uh, later today, other Silent Season supporters are going to be going on a plant walk with Sarah Sorcy of Sweet Flag Herbs, and we're going to be, you know, walking around. And Sarah's going to tell us about all the different plants and their medicinal purposes, of whether or not they're edible, and it's just. I plants and gardening are just a huge part of my life, especially this season and just being really connected to the plants um, for everything that they give us. I mean, just yeah, what they look like, um, what they yeah, their requirement, like how they grow and thrive and give back. And yeah, I love to cook with plants, make tea with plants. I'm staring at my like tea herb cooking garden right now that I'm super happy about and yeah it's been really fun to get my hands dirty and I for my dad and I um 
we dug out like a bunch of this like ornamental grass on the side of my parents' house and turned it into a little garden that I've been working. And I'm starting to do the three sisters, which is corn, beans, and squash. And then I guess a fourth sister of sunflower with pollinators, but just using that indigenous practice of these three different plants that really support each other and complement each other. And yeah, I'm gonna that'll be a little bit more of growing food and vegetables rather than just the herbs and flowers that I've stuck with for the past couple of years. So yeah, I really encourage everybody listening to this to get a plant. I mean, house plants are great. They do help with air quality and then herbs and vegetables. I mean, just having that experience of growing a plant and then consuming the food that it makes. I say it all the time and I, I practice it all the time, but I it's just like, it's magic. Um, it really is that relationship to the earth that is so important for all of the yeah challenging times that we're living in. I guess I didn't have this on my list, but what's been going on with me is that the past couple of weeks in Western New York and all over you know the United States, especially the Northeast, we've been experiencing the smoke from the wildfires that have been happening up north in Canada. And that has been a very like visceral, visual, like sensing, like experience of climate change. And, you know, I've seen, I can't, I don't even want to give very much attention to articles that, you know, are still trying to do climate change denial. But to me, that is just so clearly like paid by um, fossil fuel companies to, you know, just get people confused and, and I don't know, scared or something, but I mean, it is scary. The reality of it is scary. Um, and so, yeah, all of these forests are burning and I know a lot of native Americans are being displaced from their homes and not able to return. Animals have been displaced and killed and, and then, yeah, all down here in the United States, it's been horrible air quality. And even though the real smoke and the, the actual, like, really seeing it has gone away, I, there is still remnants of it. And I know, yeah, people with asthma and dogs with asthma and just, uh, you know, eye issues. And there there's so much, I mean, the air we breathe, the water we drink, the land we're on, it's 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 so important. It's a part of us. It, it we are it. And so when it is poisoned, we are poisoned. And I, yeah, it's been really difficult to be, you know, faced with such a physical reminder of that. And I, you know, I, I really, my, my biggest solutions about it are talking about it to share that, yeah, I'm experiencing it. It it is scary. I'm relieved that the smoke has died down now. I've been, yeah, looking into different herbs and plants that support my respiratory system. Marshmallow is one of them, among many others. So, yeah, I would just, um, I just wanted to bring that up as, you know, the world continues to be very intense. And I have definitely, you know, extracted myself from a lot of the intensity. And I'm sitting in a beautiful backyard with a forest right now. But this is, it's all part of a cycle. And I, yeah, I'm excited to see what the rest of this podcast season brings and this year brings and yeah, where where we're all going. So 
All right. I already talked about privacy. That was going to be my next thing, but it already kind of came up. So yeah, I, I'll skip that more, but, but that has been on my mind. Like what is private? What is it? What do you share online? What don't you? I saw an article recently about children who have grown up and their parents have put every temper tantrum, you know, just like really embarrassing things of them growing up online and, and how, you know, that's been really hard for a lot of, a lot of people and now who are now adults. And I think about that all the time. I even think about that with my animals. Um, and well, that's something to say. And it is related to all of this because I, I do want to write another book and I want to write it about animals and, yeah, just saying it right now, it's maybe holding me more accountable to, to get writing some stories. But, um, you know, I share more, more than anything, I share my plants and animals online. Well, um, I had a really tragic, um, experience this spring. And so, yeah, what's been going on with me, what's private, what's public. And I did post about this, but my five-year-old cat Neptune unexpectedly passed away and it was super devastating and it was hard it's it is still hard I can feel myself like gonna cry just saying what I just said um it's it's hard to believe he's gone um but the privacy part of it was really challenging because I've been posting pictures of him since I got him and you know talking about all these fun things that he's done and oh he's so cute and all these different things and then all of a sudden he's dead and it's like, what do I say? And so, you know, I posted something you know, about a week later after it happened and I've talked to people like one on one. But yeah, it's it's what do you what do you do? What do you say? And like, what is the what is the persona or face or story that you are sharing with, quote unquote, the world via the Internet? And then what stays private? So, yep, if any of you want to talk to me about that, it's been deeply on my mind. So the other thing is the Highest Self Weekend. And that is the event that I went to in Austin, Texas. Not that it was last weekend. So, well, it's been about a week and a half now. And I have to say, I've been making this podcast, like I said, for a long time. Yeah, since 2017. And there's been moments where I I was very inspired by the Tim Ferriss show and the What the Fuck podcast with Mark Marin. Um, those were two of my big inspirations for starting this podcast. But I hadn't. Oh, I I, I listened to Serial um, for a long time. Or that you know I got hooked on season one. I, there's been moments of like shorter blips of me liking podcasts, but I haven't really gotten sucked into any personally until this past February. And I found the Highest Self podcast created and hosted by Sahara Rose. And I love it. And it's been, I mean, there's like 500 episodes now, so I don't know if I'll ever finish them all. But I do continue to go back into the archives and listen to more and more. I love the way that she shows up. I love the people that she interviews. And so in March, when I was going through moving and changes, I I saw that they were having an in-person event in Austin this past in June. And so I, I signed up right away because I was just like, yep, I, I need something like that. 
And I have to say, like, it was so inspirational. It was really wonderful. And probably the reason why, another reason why I'm, I'm here talking right now. And yeah, just the idea of what makes you your highest self and what is your soul's purpose. I mean, maybe that is too spiritual for some listeners, but I, I really have been asking myself that question. And yeah, why am I here? What brings me joy? And then also, like, what has happened in my past that is, like, keeping me from that? Like, where am I stuck in fear and um, anger? And, yeah, and then also, I mean, there were 300 people there, and I think five of them were men. So it was a really powerful group of women. And, yeah, I mean, I was really blown away. I knew that, like, there was going to be a lot about, you know, fear or sharing your voice or whatever. But when it really came down to the anger and the rage, I was really blown away with how much of it there was and then how good it felt to express and how much um, moving your body um, in response to those difficult emotions helps you to integrate, release them. And yeah, I just, I met so many really amazing people. I was so inspired to see um, Sahara Rose like make a podcast, have another business, and then create this event that merged all of it. And then I got to be in Austin, which is where I lived in my 20s. And definitely, yeah, it's the place I grew up is what I like to say. But, you know, it's always it's always fun and intense to come back to Austin because I've been gone for eight years now and I can't believe how much it's it's changed and stayed the same. I, I love all the art, the music, the nature, the just, I don't know, the things to do that don't cost money like everywhere. And then just, I don't know, I'm blown away by the number of people, the new buildings, um, the people, <laughs> the people, the people. It's just, it's so busy. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm so grateful for the opportunity that I had to go back to Austin. I did do a small silent season celebration for my Austin supporters. And it was so good to see so many people that have been such a big part of my life and a part of my journey. So I'm really grateful for all of that entire experience and, and all the people that I got to see. Okay, so now we're coming to the last point on my list for this episode, and that is the intentions for this season. And yeah, I don't, I, my intentions for this season are to embody and act out and actually like put into practice the sustainability themes of silent seasons. So my intentions for this season are to communicate, so publish these episodes, share more. I also want to cooperate with other people, bring on other guests, get a, participate in other podcasts, do different things in person. I feel like this year, yeah, it's just so much more not about COVID and so how, how to actually cooperate and collaborate with others. Yeah, get on different podcasts, have people come on to mine, uh, collaborate on different sustainability projects, gardening projects. I want to share the food that I'm making. Avoiding competition. That's I do that a lot already. Um, but yeah, just continuing. I have been getting into yoga and through yoga rock climbing. I joined um, the Central Rock Gym here in Buffalo 
And that has been really powerful. And yeah, I think there is a competitive aspect to rock climbing, but it doesn't have to be. And so I've just been trying to like figure things out on my own, get support from the people I'm there with. And, but yeah, avoiding competition that, that is important. And lastly, accountability. And that one, I think I need to focus on a little bit more because I don't really know what that looks like in a healthy way. But really just, I think it probably, well, I know it starts with me and just being accountable for my actions. Like I'm accountable for, you know, not sharing on this podcast for a while. And yeah, just really just showing up and being honest about like what I've done and what I've not done. And then hopefully inspiring other people to do the same because yeah, there is a huge lack of accountability, especially for, you know, different classes of people. And it's really um, hurting us all. And so those are my big intentions for the season. I think, you know, everything that I've talked about here with the, the nervous system, privacy, sharing, what to say, what not to say. Um, overall, I want my intention to be open. I, I want to be approachable and welcoming. And I, I want more people to share with me what their thoughts and ideas are as we're all living together on planet Earth, Mother Earth, the this whole, you know, big thing that we are a part of. And I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you or yep, catch you next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Keeping Things Alive podcast. For more information about sustainability, this podcast, and my book, Silent Seasons, Chasing Sustainability Through the Law, please visit www.keepingthingsalive.org.